Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Hey everybody, welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. We are in the fifth and final week of James. Can you believe it? This is our very last chapter of James. And once again, our friend James, half-brother of Jesus, is not going to mince words. Today, he's coming after the rich. Now, before you feel your defense walls going up, it's not because people are rich that he goes after them. It's all of the stuff that goes with it. Hopefully I can make this make sense for you. Let me go ahead and just read it straight out of the Bible, verses 1 through 6, James chapter 5. Here we go. Look here, you rich people. Weep and groan with anguish because of all the terrible troubles ahead of you. Your wealth is rotting away, and your fine clothes are moth-eaten rags. Your gold and silver are corroded. The very wealth you were counting on will eat away your flesh like fire. This corroded treasure you have hoarded will testify against you on the day of judgment. For listen, hear the cries of the field workers whom you have cheated of their pay. The cries of those who harvest your fields have reached the ears of the Lord of heaven's armies. You have spent your years on earth in luxury, satisfying your every desire. You have fattened yourself for the day of slaughter. You have condemned and killed innocent people who do not resist you. Now, a lot of confusing language, I think, if you just are reading it at face value without exegeting it and taking it apart and figuring out exactly what James is saying, because it seems like anybody that is more than middle class or that has more than enough, the rich, that he doesn't like that. But that's not exactly what James is saying. So let me try to make this make sense. What James had done is he had developed the idea of a need for complete dependence on God. He wanted people to rely on God. And naturally, he's going to rebuke those who live independently from God. And who are the most financially independent people? The rich. Often it's when people are down and out that they cry to God for help. But a lot of times, and and I love America, don't ever get me wrong on this, but our our own pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps mentality, or I've got this, I can do this, me, 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 sometimes takes away our need for a higher power. Would you agree? Now, Jesus did count some rich people among his followers. For example, Zacchaeus, the the wee little man in the tree, uh, Joseph of Arimathea, the man who gave up his his grave, his tomb for, for Jesus. Also, Barnabas, friend of of the Apostle Paul. They were all rich in in all the ways that the world would think of riches, but they were not using their riches to hurt others. It's when we abuse our privilege um, by becoming prideful, okay, by reveling in our luxury, when we oppress others, when we are cruel to those who have less, that is when we are living in sin which is what James is calling out. So there were three different ways that 
James was saying that there would be destruction of your wealth. It's not going to last. First, he talks about food. He talks about the food being corrupted, which is another word for rotted. Okay. Food rots. So even if you store it away and keep it all for yourselves like a squirrel, it's going to rot. Your garments are moth-eaten. Cotton doesn't last forever there. I mean, if you're wearing a fabric that lasts forever, I'm not sure that's a good thing either. But um, gold and silver will corrode. Not one of these things is going to come with you when you die. Every single one of these things is meant for the earth. It's temporary, right? And so James is talking about if you're storing up your treasure here on earth, then you are not storing up treasure in heaven. And it doesn't mean that you have to to be dirt poor to be a devout follower of Jesus. But what he's saying is, what do you do with this wealth? Do you use it for harm? Do you use it to be arrogant or to be proud? Or are you sharing it? Are you are you doing good things? Then he talks about, let me find it, uh, verse four. For listen, hear the cries of the field workers whom you have cheated of their pay. The cries of those who harvest your fields have reached the ears, air, excuse me, the ears of the Lord of heaven's army. If you look at that in the original Hebrew, it would have been Lord of Sabaoth, which don't get that confused with Lord of Sabbath. Sabbath is totally different than Sabaoth. Sabaoth means Lord of armies. Okay. So we're talking about God as a warrior, as the commander of chief of all the heavenly armies. And what's happening is the cries of the people that are oppressed from you being mean to them and having all the money. And we're talking more specifically about uh, field workers and, and, um, field owners specifically, but God hears their cries and you better make darn sure you're not the one making them cry because the God of power and might and judgment hears those cries. The primary reference here is to Yahweh, which is the Old Testament way of referring to God as the God of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel. And he hears the cries of the oppressed. Another way to to think of it is ancient of days. God who is the ancient of days, hears their cries. And he is the one who will guarantee that ultimately he will right every wrong and answer every injustice. So anyone who is oppressed and anyone who is treated unjustly here on earth will be heard by the ancient of days, the God who will set right every wrong. So it's not just a general dislike of people who have a lot of money. It is woe to you who have much and are not doing good with it, who are using it for evil. That is what James is talking about. And so tomorrow, when we come back for day two in our last chapter of James, he will teach us about patience and endurance in light of this coming judgment. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five and you can connect with me there.